الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص ما فانه لا يضر الا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا مولانا محمد واصحابه وبارك وسلم وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله ان الله خبير بما تعملون صدق الله العظيم وموسى سبكتد الزن بزن الاسلام one of the biggest worries today and the biggest threat against all the muslims is known as the imani threat we all know about the different threats as far as the world is concerned with different countries different people they take the necessary steps to protect themselves from those threats from those things that may harm them physically but as far as our iman is concerned what is the most important commodity that any person can have because success of this world and success of the akhirat depends on it every other commodity as far as the world is concerned if a person loses it or he never has it throughout his life but if he died with iman then he is successful forever and forever but if a person has everything of the dunya everything of the world but if allah forbid he passes away without this iman then khasira dunya wal akhirah he is a failure in dunya also and he is a failure in akhirah also so iman is the most important gift that a person can have and today there's a big threat against this iman so just as we are taking steps to protect our other things that we have with us 
we should take greater steps in trying to protect this iman. And what is this iman? As you see in Urdu, iman janna ka naam nahi hai, manna ka naam hai. Janna means just to know. Because the kuffar also knew about Islam. Likewise today also, you find people that are teaching Islamic studies in the universities who are not even Muslims also. So they also know about Islam. But Islam and Iman means to submit. And this whole month you've been hearing this word submission, submission, submission. Ibrahim Ibrahim Allah made him his Khalil, his friend. Why? Because he was an embodiment of submission. When Allah told him, when Allah Ta'ala told him to submit, he did not say, alright, I'll think about it. Let me see if there's any benefit for me in it or not. Does it make sense or not? He did not say all that. He said, Aslam to the Rabbil Alameen, without any hesitation. He said, Aslam to the Rabbil Alameen, I've submitted to the Rabb of the worlds. Allah says, this is the quality that if you have, then you become my Khalilah. But the reason why the Muslims are being kicked from pillar to post today. Because Allah Ta'ala says we are following the past nations. Allah speaks about the Jews. That are you believing in part of the kitab? And you just believing in part of it? Or are you taking that which you like? And you're leaving things that you don't like or does not suit you, then فَمَا جَزَاءُ ذَلِكَ مَنْ يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ إِلَّا خِزْجٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Then what is the result of such an action? Is that you will find humiliation in this dunya. That's only in the world, that's humiliation. وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يُرَدُّ إِلَىٰ شَدِّ الْعَذَابِ And on the day of Qiyamah, there's something worse waiting for you. Allah protect us. So this iman is a very, very important commodity. Allah addresses the believers. Ya ladina amanu amin. The two tafsirs for this verse. One tafsir, Allah is addressing the believers. O those who have brought iman, dumu ala imanikum. Remain steadfast upon your iman. Why? Because that iman can just leave you. Tasabbatu ala imanikum. Remain steadfast upon your iman. And the other tafsir is that this is referring to the munafiqeen and the hypocrites who outwardly they portray iman. But inwardly, their mind and their thinking and their beliefs are all corrupt. So Allah Ta'ala says, Ya ladina amanu. Those people who have brought iman fi suratikum, just outwardly. 
Aminu fi kulubikum. Bring iman in your heart also. Your thinking and your beliefs also must be correct. So this iman is a very, very important bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That a person has to protect all the time. That is why throughout the Quran Sharif, throughout the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala tells us how to protect this Quran. How to protect this Iman. Ittaqullah, ittaqullah, ittaqullah. And now if you want to protect that Iman, because you can't have such an Iman, which every small thing, you just break the law of Allah. What is the status of our Iman? That any small temptation, and we're ready to break the law of Allah. When we look at Sahaba or the Anum, we can't even talk about their Iman. The Iman was so strong. What situations they went through, despite all that. They weathered all the situations, but they never wavered as far as the Iman is concerned. They never wavered as far as the Iman is concerned. And there's incidents upon incidents we can speak about. So we can't have that iman we be on the fence. وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ عَلَىٰ حَرْفِ فَإِنْ أَصَابَهُ خَيْرٌ مَأَنَّ بِهِ وَإِنْ أَصَابَتُهُ فِتْنَةٌ إِنْقَلَبَ عَلَىٰ وَجْهِ That those people, the iman is on the fence. When Allah favors them, they're very happy. Allah doesn't favor them, then they turn away. Now how are we going to protect this iman? As I told you, the word taqwa is used again and again. Person has a computer, he's worried about viruses, he got a phone, he's worried about viruses. You want to protect their phone, you want to protect their computer with this wall and that wall. All different things he's trying to protect this type of security, that type of security. And Allah is saying the security of Iman is taqwa. Umar radiallahu ta'anu asks, Kaab radiallahu ta'anu, what is taqwa? And he replied that can you imagine a person who's walking through a thorny pathway? How will he walk through that thorny pathway? He'll walk carefully, holding his clothes, etc., worried that nothing must get caught on the thorns. He says, likewise, you'll have to tread this dunya, you have to tread the part of this dunya in such a way. There'll be thorns, all types of fitnas and sins and gunas and sins trying to prick you. But you'll have to pass through this dunya and this earth in such a way that you don't get pricked by this, all those thorns. Another definition that they give, that Mufassirin have given, Allah yaraka mawlaka haythu nahaka. That your mawla must not see you doing anything that you're not supposed to be doing. So we're trying to protect our iman. But as we mentioned that iman is such a great, a great bounty and commodity that the threat is also great also. That you got your firewall around it. You got all your security around it. But people will be trying to break in. They will be trying to break in. And the biggest enemy of insan is shaitan and nafs. 
They both are going to try to break it. Therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran tells us how to protect the taqwa now. How to protect the taqwa. This is how beautiful our deen is. That is answers for everything. You need to go to the right people and you'll get the right answers. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, just in one verse, a few verses we'll just deal with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amunu attaqullaha wa qoolu qoolan sadeeda. Or those who have brought iman, you need to protect your iman with taqwa. Ittaqullah. But now how do you protect that taqwa? Qoolu qoolan sadeeda. Watch what you are speaking. With regards to our speech, you get three types of speech. Their speech which is completely haram. Completely forbidden. Not permissible. Imam Ghazali rahmatullahi in his ihya, he has mentioned there's 20 different types of sins regarding the, only regarding the tongue. Just to mention the few which we already know about. One is lies. We don't need enough proof just to know about how serious the sin is. When Allah Himself says, La'natullah in al-Kadibin, that the curse of Allah is upon the lies. That a person is far away from the rahmat of Allah when he's speaking lies. The meaning of la'nat means, al-bu'du an rahmatillah. He's far away from the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he's speaking lies. And today how people speak lies, just to get their work done. Speak different types of lies. Then you got backbiting, we all know what backbiting, Allah speaks about it. In the Quran, Shalif, Allah speaks about backbiting. Then you get some people, they like to only argue and dispute. That's the third thing he mentioned, disputing and arguing for no reason. Allah speaks about the hajis who went for hajj. What Allah says? One of the sins Allah separately mentions. Arguing and disputing. Every small thing the person is looking for fights. Then another very important aspect with regards to our tongue is we make statements. When Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi had mentioned in one hadith that sometimes a person will say certain things with his tongue in a rewrite of Tirmidhi, that a person will say something with his tongue, he reaches the highest stages of Jannah. And he'll say something with his tongue and he reaches the lowest levels of Jahannam. Sometimes a person makes such statements. Objections against Islam, objections against the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, mocking the, mocking the Sharia. Fuqaha have mentioned a person sometimes doesn't even realize his nikah is broken also. Because he makes such statements where he has lost his iman. Why couldn't you find something else, some other, other permissible joke to make? Allah Ta'ala speaks about the munafiqeen. They were joking about it. They were joking about the sahaba. Laughing at him and mocking at him. Allah Ta'ala informed them, you'll ask them, they'll say, no, you're only joking. 
Some people they say, we, only are, we are only joking. We never meant it, we weren't serious. Allah says, قُلْ أَبِ اللَّهِ وَعَيَاتِ وَرَسُولِي كُنْتُمْ تَسْتَعْزِيُونَ Are you playing with the deen of Allah? Are you making the deen of Allah a mockery? لَا تَعْتَدِرُوا قَدْ كَفَرْتُمْ Allah says, don't make excuses here. You have lost your iman. So this iman, sometimes a person does is not watching what he is talking. He loses his iman. So Allah Ta'ala says, you want to protect your iman, have taqwa. You want to protect that taqwa, watch what you are speaking. Second verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned, يَا أَيُّوَ الَّذِينَ آمُنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهُ وَذَرُوا مَا بَقِيَ مِنَ الرِّبَاءِ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ or those who have brought iman, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and leave out all type of interest. From here in this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us our earnings has to be halal. One is what we are earning and how we are spending our wealth. We know two of the questions from the five questions on the day of Qiyamah before you can even move. It means, where did you earn this thing? I mean, where did you spend it? So you're earning. But that's going to have an effect on your amal. That's going to have an effect on your iman. So when a person is not particular about what he's eating and his earnings, he's actually causing harming to you. He's harming his taqwa. He's weakening. The security that he got, which is protecting his iman, and that is his taqwa. This is a subject on his own. That halal sustenance, Allah, Allah addresses the Ambiyani Musilatu Wasalam. Ya ayyuwa rusulukulu minat tayyibati wa amalu saliha. That O Ambiyani Musilatu Wasalam, eat from that which is pure, that which is halal. And then after you and they after do good actions. Ulama have written, Hassan Basri Rahmatullah says that that food that you are eating, part of it turns into blood. It turns into blood in you. And it's running through the whole body. Now your mind is telling you to do that good action, but the limbs are telling you, no, we don't want to listen to you. Why? Because it has been nourished with haram. We all know the famous hadith when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned that a musafir, a person is lost, he lost everything. He lifts up his hand at that time. And he's making dua. But wamat'amuhu haramun, wamashrabuhu haramun, wamalbasuhu haramun, faghudhiya bil haram, fa'anna yustajabu law. Everything of his is haram, from head to toe is haram. How you expect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept that dua? So the second important thing to protect our taqwa. We had mentioned iman. To protect our iman, we need, we need taqwa. To protect our taqwa, we're speaking about those things that will protect our taqwa. So the first thing we mentioned is, is to watch what we say. Second thing we had mentioned is our intake. Our earnings and our expenditure. 
The third thing, in the third verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amunu attaqullahu wabtahu ilayhi al-wasila. Or those who have brought iman, seek the closeness of Allah. In this ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us two things. One is, look for those actions where we can gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look for those actions where we can gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At every moment, I came to the masjid now. Came a little bit early. Maybe I didn't know the namaz time. I came a little bit early. What can I do to gain some reward? I can stand outside and talk to people and I will gain nothing. Or I can come inside and read some tasbih or read some Quran Sharif. Now I will get some reward. Every moment, that's why Nabi Kareem has mentioned two beautiful ahadith, the opposite of it. لا تحقرن من المعروف Do not regard any action as small. Do not regard any action. No such thing as this is sunnah, this is mustahab, or the way we see it as though we are showing it's unimportant. In the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa these technical terms were not there. Sahaba Ranum practiced on everything. Later on the fuqaha have mentioned these technical terms to answer questions. Likewise, إِيَّاكُمْ وَالْمُحْقَرَاتِ الظُّنُوبِ Nabi Kareem sallallahu said, Beware, do not, beware of any sin. There's no such thing as minor sin, major sin, any sin. Any sin is a sin. Do not look down, that is a small sin. What will happen? So look for opportunities where we can come close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At every moment, that's why Nabi Karim said, Badiru bil amali fitna. Fitnas are coming now. So many fitnas. Our iman is being attacked. Look for ways to come close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then another verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about protecting our taqwa. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu attaqullaha wa kunu ma'as sadiqeen. Or those who have brought iman, Stay with those people who are the true servants of Allah. In a rewrite of Abu Ya'la, what are the signs of the true servants of Allah? Man dhakkarakum billahi ru'yatuhu. That when you look at them, they remind you of Allah. Wazada fi ilmikum mantiquhu. When they speak, then your knowledge of deen and your knowledge of Allah increases. وَذَكَّرَكُمْ بِالْآخِرَةِ عَمَلُهُ And his actions remind you of akhirat. Not of dunya. Reminds you of akhirat. This will show the importance of companionship with, with good company. Every day, how many times do we read in our salah? إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتِ اِهْدِنَ الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ Immediately Allah tells us, You're asking the part of those people who you have favored. And Allah Ta'ala explains it in another verse. Whoever 
Allah is using the Arabic word ma'a. This word ma'a means companionship. Wood. He will be wood. These people on the day of Qiyamah. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of the past nations and how He destroyed them, Allah speaks about those people who were saved. Allah saved the Anbiya and those that were wooden. That companionship. فَأَنْجَيْنَاهُ وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُ بِرَحْمَةٍ مِّنَّا So this companionship is a very very important Even though today people are so obsessed with the technology and many even parents are even telling the Ustad why don't we do online madrasa? Although we have to embrace these, all these technologies, but it can never replace, it can never replace that suhbah, that companionship that you have with the Ustad. So much so that look at Sahaba Ranum, they were great Sahaba. Some of, some of them were ulama, some of them were hufaz, some of them were businessmen. But what are they called? Sahaba. They are remembered with the word Sahaba because of the word suhbah. Because of the companionship with Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa In the past, people used to go to school. Everyone was going to school. Even now today they're going to school. But the children in the afternoons, they would go to the maktab also. They had that companionship in that good company of whether the ustad. So whatever doubts they had, they were created. In that environment of the school, they would come and they would ask the Ustad. The Ustad would remove them. Today, we are all the time in an environment of the dunya. We are all the time in shahwat and shubhat. We are in temptation and only in doubts. And those doubts are compounding and we are not going to the right people to go and remove those doubts. That is why we are suffering. So as I was mentioning that Iman, the third is on Iman today. And how we need to protect that Iman is to have Taqwa. And we need to protect the Taqwa also. So I was speaking about those actions that will protect our Taqwa. We may draw to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allahumma thabbitna ala al-Iman wa amitna ala al-Iman wa hashurna yawm al-Qiyamati ma al-Iman wa Allah keep us steadfast upon kamil Iman Take us from this world with kamil Iman let us wake up on the day of Qiyamah with kamil Iman. Wa akhirud da'wana alhamdulillahi.